0: Welcome to the New Earth Mavens podcast, where you're reminded what you forgot to remember, that deep down, you've known all along. Today, I want to talk about, well, not so much the state of the world that we're living in, because we all know what that's like, and I think by now we understand that it needs to crumble, but I'd like to discuss whether there is anything at all that we can do to make a difference, to shift the state of the world, so that we can take back our rights and lift everybody up so that we have an even better quality of life than we ever did before. What is it that you can do? I mean, at this point, we all must be feeling that this is way bigger than us, that there's no answers at all. What if I told you that we are the answer? We, the people, are the answer to this dilemma. The solution is the sum total of all the people who have awakened and have done their inner work and have figured out why they're here and how they're going to contribute with all of the talents and skills and gifts that they brought with them to this incarnation. So what is crumbling are the systems, the education system, the financial system, the immigration system, the healthcare system, the judicial system, all the systems That's what's crumbling. So if all the systems need to crumble, why should we even care? Why should we go through the trouble of doing the inner work, figuring out why we're here? Well, because we're being held hostage in the lower vibrational consciousness. And the more of us that do the work that raises us out of their clutches, the sooner it happens. And the sooner the suffering ends, our lives will be so much better. And you'll attract good things, great experiences that match your new higher vibration. It's a different world, a much, much better world. We are energy and energy vibrates at particular frequencies, which distinguishes us between a rock and a fish, but the frequencies are also transformational, healing, very benevolent. So when the vibration is continuously low and pounding at us, like the fear has been and the anger and the sadness, the jealousy and envy that attracts other low vibrational things into your life. And even if it's your biggest desire, the highest wish you've got on your list, if you manifest it at a lower vibration, well, you're just going to bring in an inferior version of what you wanted. And I want to remind you to remember that you incarnated here by choice with a unique set of skills, talents, and gifts accumulated from past lifetimes, probably, and designed to specifically contribute toward the most historical evolutionary leap in human history. And that leap is a leap in consciousness in awareness of who we are and what we are capable of manifesting. There's been a lot of fear injected. The whole world was alarmed and frightened of what was going on the last couple of years and the possibilities of what could happen. You know that brought down the planetary vibe a lot. And it was already down from all that violence that had been going on years before, not just in the States, but all over the world. And then add a pandemic to that. So you can imagine the collective was in basically a free fall as far as vibration was concerned. And because of that, more dark events were drawn to this because it was a vibrational match to the collective low vibration on the planet at the time. It just sucks in more darkness. Does this make sense? I hope so. And if this trajectory of where we're headed as a species continues, well, it does look like the future's bleak. The more aware you are, the less it will feel like a wrecking ball when it hits. But hit it will. I think some places will take a hit worse than others. Canada, for one, probably Australia, for another. They want to bring in digital passports into Italy and parts of Europe. Personally, I don't think it's going to take because, like I was saying, it's us. We, the people, are going to change this. Now, it does make sense to me, though, that what is going on on the planet is the collective purging of all the lower energies. That it's happening, whether we want it to or not. So that would explain all the very same level of derangement, intense derangement that is going on with so many people. But when we purge these lower frequencies collectively, the dark forces are going to cease to exist because we now have a new perceived range of reality. Now, we can't see the fourth dimension from the third, right? So they won't have any influence on us anymore because they won't be able to see the fourth and fifth where we'll be because they will be stuck in the lower third. It's the same way as we wouldn't hear a dog whistle. It's just out of our range of being able to hear it. So we won't even know. We won't even know they don't exist. It just won't be a part of our reality anymore. But we've got to lift ourselves collectively to get us out of their range. So the purge is happening because, well, it's a necessary part of the evolution that's taking place. And I don't think it can happen without it. It is my understanding that the earth known as Gaia is also evolving because all living things do. And she is very much alive and she's already vibrating at the fifth dimensional level. We're just trying to catch up with her, but the darker forces are keeping us down for the sake of their own survival. So it's imperative they keep you in fear and ignorance of your true potential. Now, if we each awakened and did our inner work, we would release a lot of low vibrating energies from our beings and you would feel it too. You'd feel so much lighter. I'm sure there's times that you've released a hurt. Or obsession or addiction about something, and you felt so much lighter after. This is what I'm talking about. And once it's released, and I'll tell you, it doesn't happen overnight. You will emit high vibrating energy, attracting abundance and good relationships and positive experiences to you. Because again, it's a vibrational match. And not just for yourself, but your energy, your aura will emit this energy. To the universe. Can you imagine if everyone did that? It would be unprecedented. We would feel this shift happen. Humanity will take the leap and become so much more aware of our multidimensional nature. We'll use telepathy and manifest whatever we want instantly. Joy, natural abundance will flow. Everyone's heart will be open. Relationships will flourish. This leap we're taking. And humanity has gone through, I believe, four or five other leaps. This one is a leap in consciousness. And we're going to be here for it. In fact, we begged to be here for it. You can believe that. We all want to be a part of it. Sometimes I think that's why there's so many of us here right now. Because collectively, we could make such a big difference. And we all wanted to be here to see it. It's like the greatest show ever. There's a lot of emotion and stuck energy within us. Most of it happened when we were little. And it might not be noticeable because it's part of ourselves now. But you can bet it's affecting your life as an adult and perhaps in your ability to trust or attract good people to you. There's a long list of how trauma affects your adult life. People-pleasers and empaths are just often hyper-vigilant trauma survivors trying to ward off phantom disasters. And most don't know that's why. Self-sabotagers, they would greatly benefit from inner work too. It's just noticing and accepting that it's part of who you are and it needs to be healed. Now, there's a lot of great resources to search through to get insights on any of your particular issues. But of course, there's also quality professionals out there if your issues seem to be bigger than you are. But for a lot of us, we can learn about what's dogging us and how to resolve it and just deal with it ourselves by doing some research and spending some quiet time to reflect and think about how this information might actually be useful and helpful to us. But understand, once you get one issue resolved, there's going to be another one lining right up. They don't all come at once. I think that's grace. But chances are you've got a few issues to work out. And one by one, you will. You give it your attention. You do some reflecting, maybe some research. And you heal. And it changes your vibration immensely. But you got to be patient with yourself. It's really an act of self-love and a gift to humanity. Everyone is called to do the inner work. And that's one of the main ways that we evolve. If we did that, if we all did that, that will lift the vibration of the planet so much, it would tip the scale from the darkness into the light. And believe me, we are at a tipping point right now. This is it. This is the Rubicon. No pressure, though. No pressure. But yeah, when you do your inner work, it will provide such growth and self-esteem, self-respect when you're done. And you'll know when that is. You will just know. So how do we go about doing the inner work? Well, once you commit in your heart to doing the inner work, the universe will do whatever is necessary as far as bringing situations that provide lessons. You will have guidance. And you will have information that comes to you as thoughts and messages through synchronicities, through music, through stories. And you'll be aware that these messages are for you, for your healing. Just look at it as your training for fulfilling your purpose, because, well, if you haven't noticed, you're also on the road to fulfilling your destiny. And if you're not sure what that might be, I can pretty much say it will involve service to others. Because that's what brings joy, reward, and fulfillment to your life. The thing that will greatly shift the darkness into the light? Yeah, the inner work. You're actively involved in saving our beautiful planet. And so it won't be easy, but it's way easier than the alternative world. Because it's not too late. But again, we're at the tipping point. And usually we awaken before commencing with the inner work, because it seems like a natural first step. And awakening involves noticing things that aren't right, that don't make sense. Starting to ask the hard questions and not being afraid of the answers. Awakening means you're going to realize that you've been lied to for decades, that it's pretty much all been a scam, that they're trying to hurt you, and they never cared ever. You can do your inner work without awakening first, but when you awaken, you have a compass bearing afterwards. You'll finally know what you're dealing with and it becomes the foundation of your evolution. So what does inner work involve? Well, think about the negative events in your life that stand out, that sting the most, that you try to avoid even thinking about. And ask yourself, why is this so negative? What emotional pain or trauma is this attached to? Am I seeing this correctly? Does it still apply to my life today? And what can I do differently? Think about the people you have a grudge with. I talked about mirroring in the last episode. What qualities within these people? that I don't like, are also qualities that are within me. Think about past failures and ask, what was I being shown here? And if the failures continue to happen, you got to wonder, what am I not getting? What am I missing? What am I getting out of not being all I can be? Also think of your embarrassments and humiliations. Yeah, I know nobody wants to, but ask what lessons are being offered because I promise they're good ones. Like how can this make you stronger? Have compassion for yourself and forgiveness for yourself and of course for others as well. Reframing the story that you're working through is so helpful and it's never a lie it's just told in a way that's empowering instead of defeating it's just a matter of perspective and this way you won't revert to your old story any longer because the energetic strings have been cut so it won't pull you down anymore Okay, you say, I've done the inner work, now what? Well, you can determine what you're good at. What are you passionate about? What do you stand for? What skills come easily to you? If they're natural gifts like music or mathematics, they might come from a different lifetime. And don't say you don't have any, because I'm not buying it. You probably don't think of your gifts as gifts because, well, they've always been with you. But you have at least one, and I'll bet you have several. You might be a good listener or connect well with children. Growing food as well. These are all talents that we could easily take for granted. When you're clear about what they are, it will also reveal the direction that you should go. If you don't know what to do with your life, the journey through your own suffering Offer such valuable information. This is what you should be sharing. You know, it will help others. This is service to others, it's God's work. So don't think it doesn't have value. What really brings up the collective vibration is kindness. Because when you're kind to one person, they'll be more likely to be kind to their family, or their workmates, or other people that they meet during the day. People are so on edge right now, and rightfully so. Acts of kindness are more important than ever. And acts of kindness toward animals and all creatures, that will lift your vibration naturally and substantially. You can probably recall different times when you were kind to an animal. Remember how good that felt? It is a feeling unto itself. Me, I like to rescue bees caught indoors and earthworms drowning after a rainstorm. I really love that feeling. I feel close to God when I have that feeling, but I really do it for the bees and the worms. So, here's a few more things that can tip the collective consciousness, too group meditation even if you're by yourself meditating, if you're putting good vibrations out into the world, everybody else who's meditating, putting out good vibes, these all come together. But we can see from examples where there's a large group of people meditating, how it can bring down the violence and crime and accidents and negative situations, not just for the time that they're meditating, but for long afterwards as well. Prayers are the same thing. They put out energy into the universe. It's a connection to God. The energy doesn't get better than that. Prayers are not religious. They're an important, very, very useful tool in helping you navigate your world. I can attest that my prayers are answered. and Even if it's something I don't want to hear, at least I get understanding. I love praying. Mostly, I just say thank you. But prayers absolutely go directly to source. All you got to do is try. You'll see for yourself. I also like the idea of group excitement situations, whether it's like birthday party or even a bunch of ladies who get together who really like each other and they're quilting or knitting or anything that brings together Good energy that can be sent outwards. One event that really stands out for me is when, after a couple of years after the pandemic and people started gathering for football games and other team sports, I remembered the home fans from the Wisconsin college football team. It had been six hundred and fifty-one days since they had all gotten together under the roof to celebrate and cheer for their team. And their theme song was the jump around song. And everybody was already really excited. The teams had just come out onto the field. Everyone was so happy just to be there. And then all of a sudden this song comes on and everyone starts jumping and the camera pans back and you can see everybody just jumping Well, oh my gosh, it just fills your heart. It is one of the most amazing things to see how everybody collectively put so much incredibly positive energy out into the world. Everyone was affected by it who saw it. It was incredible. And I think it's a great example of how this can happen. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can catch this if you haven't. Any group putting out energy collectively is a really, really good thing. Practices like gratitude and course meditation and service to others will keep that vibration nice and high. You will be grounded in that new higher vibration and you won't be able to go back down again. That's just a really great feeling. Wonderful to know. So will you rise with the collective if you choose not to do the inner work? My question is, Why wouldn't you want to? Because you've got the extra bonus of not only making the quality of your life better because you're going to be vibrating higher. You'll also be attracting great things into your life that are on that same high vibrational frequency. And the higher you go, the better it gets. And the icing on the cake is that you get to help save humanity from the bad guys. Does it get better than that? I don't think so. Our personal vibration and frequency is very powerful. Whether good or bad, it's powerful. Humanity is evolving toward an evolutionary leap in consciousness, and we can help it and ourselves move more quickly out of the current darkness by doing the inner work. You can also determine what you're good at and find a way to use it to benefit your life and to serve others. You don't have to, but it's so rewarding and know that you are being called to do it. We all are. At this point in time, we are all being called. Doing the inner work will ensure good things and experiences are attracted to you. And it just gets better from there. Well, my friends, that's all I have for you today. I hope you found this episode enlightening and useful. If you did, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. To help it grow and share it if you know anyone who could benefit from this or any of the other episodes. Social media and contact information is in the description. The next episode will be uploaded by Saturday morning so you can enjoy it for the entire weekend. Until next time, my friends, remember the immense power you have to help humanity tip the scales into the light. We are the answer. Bye for now.